Today's program was brought to you by Union Beer. For more information, visit greatbrewers.com. I'm Linda Palaccio, host of A Taste of the Past. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hey, 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 welcome to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jimmy Carboni from Jimmy's Number 43 and the Good Beer Seal. Today is Tuesday, June 2nd, 2015. It's a special show. We've got some friends from Greenport Harbor and, and Long Island talking about craft beer. Beer Sessions Radio is brought to you by Union Beer Distributors, supplier of world-class ales and lagers. If you have any questions for our guests today, you can tweet us at beer underscore sessions. We've got uh, live tweeters going on all day. So special in-studio guests today. We've got John Legey. And Brian Russell and Sean McCain from Greenport Harbor back in the studio. We haven't seen you guys for a while. Welcome in. Nico Comedis has got got a special, like, Long Island beer and event report. And a new buddy's in town, Ralph Parazzo from BBD Eats on Long Island. So we've got a lot to talk about. You know what's been going on in the world of craft beer? Yeah, man. So say what? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A lot of things. It's it's unbelievable, you know, the beer weeks. Wasn't there just a Long Island beer week, Nico? Yeah, May. And what was that like? Uh, well, actually, Ralph could speak about that. Ralph was definitely uh, one of the leading participants in, in the events and such, an organization. But in general, it was good? It, it was something. great. It was great. You know, uh, it really came together. Uh, we hosted an event where we took, like, uh, the five best stouts of the country, uh, which people know of. You know, we had uh, Bourbon County Coffee. We had uh, Parabola and Draft. We had... Uh, what else was on that was pretty major? Some good stuff. Some good stuff. And, and it was also and Queen's we- Beer Week, too, which is kind of amazing, all that was going on at once. Yeah, yeah, everything's kind of just exploding into weeks. That's awesome. So, you know, and and talking about when we first started our show, you know, Greenport Harbor, you guys were just starting up, and now you've really expanded, and uh, we want to talk a little bit about that in the show as well. Cool. So tell us what's going on, John. So so, tell us about the expansion and the new brewery and the restaurant. We we basically started uh, six years ago this July. Um, two years in, you know, we were in that little firehouse in Greenport. Um, we were pretty much set on making small quantities of beer and, and really kind of keeping to, you know, making the beer the best it could be. And within two years, we knew we were going to run into trouble and need to find a new space. So we began that search, and it took a little longer than we thought. But we uh, were there and we're in, and, and it's given us the space to not only make more beer, but to start packaging and open a restaurant and just you know great piece of property on the north fork it's beautiful out there it's as beautiful as long island gets um i think so um it is just a awesome like lucky thing that we're able to you know i'll tell you what one of the gems of of greenport harbor is that you got Sean McCain hey now. as your sales director. <laughs> yeah. Sean, we knew you're from Victory yeah. and the Bronx, and you yeah. just busted up. I remember you telling me about how you got your cans into like. Uh, where, my, where are the Knicks play? Who knows the Knicks anymore? To, but, you know, wherever they I play basketball now, and things. I do, Jimmy. I, Jimmy, I do bottles now, and that's another thing about the expansion. That's really important. Is that with this expansion, we put in a packaging line that we just launched on April twentieth, four twenty. For those that are keeping number scores at uh, at home where we've launched all of Long Island, New York City, and in the last two weeks, all of New York State and the two northern counties of so Connecticut. You bottle, and you're going to taste us on some bottles tonight. We are. Actually, in front of us, if everybody wants to grab a glass, we have our summer ale, which is a 5% golden ale with orange blossom honey, um, which tastes about as good as beer can taste on the summer day. Awesome. And you got one. something else. You got a, a chef and a restaurant happening. Brian Russell. Yes, absolutely. How you doing? So, uh, yeah, we're going to be uh, building a restaurant right on uh, the property there in Peconic. Um, so uh, everything is going to be very beer-focused. Um, and I'm working with local farms. Um, and uh, Beyond that, though, but Brian not only has been working with local farms, Brian has been working in the brewery since last September. Like, he's cleaned as many and filled as many kegs as one couldn't possibly do in a production yeah. brewery. He's, uh, he's done everything. He knows, he, yeah. he knows his shit. So what he's doing is essentially he's making a menu that's instead of pairing, you know, 
food to beer. He's pairing, or I'm sorry, vice vice versa, right? I mean, you're really you're pairing like your the very food to the beer. Right? I've been, I've been uh, beer focused for most of my career. My uh, previous gig was at La Bateria at Italy. Can you pronounce uh, that one more time? Because I can't. <laughs> La Bateria. How do you how do you say the word T H Y M E? Time. Time. Yeah, so I opened up that restaurant, and of course, you know, they had a brewery over there and everything on the menu, um, you know, paired with the beers that were brewed. And so we are doing um, the exact same thing on premise. So give us like three dishes that you're going to have on the menu. Well, I can't tell you the dishes, but I will tell you that everything is going to be locally sourced from the North Fork of Long Island. And I am. So rocks and sand and. <laughs> you can't tell Rocks, me. You can't swells. even tell me one dish, uh, yeah. Ryan. No, I'm not going to tell you. You one can't dish. hit him with one. Dish. Come, Come on, on, give him one. Give him one. Give, Get the people him, what they want, he bro. Started up in, uh, he started up with North Fork uh, Test Kitchen because uh, he has a little place. Um, no nope, secret. Uh, the but, location but, is completely secret. It's secret. The place is, secret I won't give you an address, but he does have, and he's got a hashtag, North Fork Test Kitchen, um, where he's basically looking at like local farms, you know, building different dishes and. Um, working on exactly what I am, he's going to be. So you can, you can uh, to look expand at that. on that, I'm actively working with a couple farms on the North Fork. One is uh, Biophilia <clears throat> in Jamesport, New York. I dedicate four to eight hours a week working on that farm, getting in there. Um, you know, we are going to be working with them in the future. Also, uh, Browder's Birds um, and other farms, but uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to participate with everybody. It's going to be a community. He's still not saying what he's making. <laughs> right. That's okay. Like Nico's going to spill the beans. To politician. No, no, no. I, I, I won't do that. But uh, when are you guys planning on opening it? Uh, that would be spring of 2015. <laughs> uh, we've moved that to summer of 2015, 2015 Nico. And, and for us, summer lasts all year long. All right. <laughs> we're, we're, we're basically going to be breaking ground in the next, or not breaking ground because the, the footing's already poured. We, um, we bought a stove. <laughs> stove is purchased. So we're looking to kind of begin um, building that in the next week. So we're excited. It should go fast. All the plans are done. They look awesome. So no, yeah. I respect that you, you don't want to announce all your dishes. But. No, absolutely not. But if you guys, <laughs> if anybody listening wants to kind of uh, get a glimpse of what's happening, what I'm doing out there, you could look at uh, on Instagram at North Fork Test Kitchen. Um, Everything on there uh, from my secret laboratory laboratory is uh, all locally sourced from the North Fork. Everything I create, I even make uh, sea salt from my backyard. I harvest the salt from the What about some ingredients that you'll be using? Uh, Like I said, uh, all the salt that I will be using will come from uh, the Peconic area, the North Fork, um, and all of the ingredients... You know, mostly. Will you have, use any proteins? Yeah, proteins and all proteins, vegetables, all that. You know, he's not um, going to tell I, you, Jimmy. No, you can ask him as much well, as you, you guys want. Know. So, so you you are active with the um, with our brewery. You know what we're doing, but you know all of all of our spent grain from brewing goes to feed the local animals um, at various farms on the North Fork. So McCall's, uh, McCall's and. Uh, uh, Cornell Cooperative, their mushroom farm and whatnot, and uh, the local egg farm, North Fork Eggs. So, you know, a lot, a lot of animals are eating the, the spent grain that, uh, you know... And we'll that, kill them and serve them to you, fine people. Correct. Those, <laughs> those animals will one day be on the plates in my restaurant on the property. So, it's a beautiful thing. I love it. All right, man. Well, John, you know, I, I, I met you when, when, when we first you started, and uh, what's the journey been like for you? You know, um, from this little, you, you had the your first website was like the the floating yeah. empty keg in the water. You, you know, Jimmy, you're the only one that liked that website. I get like the, everybody else at the brewery hated that original website. You are my kindred spirit who enjoyed the floating keg that all of a sudden the whole website would freeze and you'd have to wait to find out where the actual brewery was and the whole thing. But yeah, um, you know, six years going on six years, it, it zipped by. Um, and we, you know, we feel really fortunate to be, you know, like swinging and, and doing what we're doing and being in the new space is just the culmination of it. We look around still like a bunch of stupid, you know, idiot kids, like how did this happen? You know, so we're, we feel really, you know, thankful, really fortunate to, to be making beer on the North Fork, to be expanding, to bring food in, you know, which improves the beer experience. 
Um, so it's been fucking awesome. You know, no, it's really going to be great. I'm, I'm definitely I'm going to come out there uh, right beginning of summer and hang out. Tall ships, baby. Have some fun. What's the tall ships? Tell us we about have that. The, the tall ships are coming. We have we are sponsoring the. Uh, Harmony, Hermione in English, the Hermione, Hermione, and where is that going to be in Greenport? It's going to be in Greenport. Yeah, it's what naturally one of the largest, uh, deepest natural harbors on the East Coast, and it's what uh, uh, General Lafayette gave to General Washington to help us in our. On our pursuit of liberty. So what did you, you, we got? We got some other long Nico, and uh, you guys. What do you think of this beer, the Summer Ale? You know, I, I, I you know at BBDs. You know, I'm lucky enough to have a good relationship with DJ the brewer there. He uh, the, the Summer Ale sells like crazy. He just did a uh, hop mommy on cask for us with Cascade hops. Did, did you bring a sample of that? Uh, it's on cask. Impossible, <laughs> Ralph. You know, you, you, you know. you're a secret. You're a secret guest tonight because you got a lot of information. <laughs> I know. I do. I'm trying to hold back on everybody. I'm letting everyone talk, man. <laughs> um, but Nico, what do you think of the Summer Ale? It's really in good. It's a little, the honey gives it a little bitterness, and uh, I have to give a shout out to Scott who did all the label work. Um, yeah, I just did a bunch of stories with him, kind of dissecting each of the labels, and they're great. What, what's his full name, Nico? Uh, Scott Blue Dorn. Yeah, they're they're really cool. And then uh, Sean, what's the next beer from Greenport Harbor that we should try? The next beer we should try, I, I would say, it would be the Harbor Ale. If we're going to walk up the, the progression that we have of hops. Um, the Harbor Ale is our flagship pale ale, 5.3% American pale ale. 30% wheat malt is the real distincter or distinctive uh, difference between a lot of American pale ales. Dry hop and cascades. I love Ralph from BBD. Yeah, they pass they the pass the ball around. Instead of pouring for everybody, just yeah. takes it and He's swigs like, it. I like the style. That's my guy over there. He's like, I'll take it. I'm a serious beer drinker. And the, and the label, actually, of the Harbor Ale, I know we're on radio, so it's hard to talk about exactly what it looks like, but I, I trust all of our listeners will be looking. You can take a be, photo and tweet looking. at beer uh, underscore sessions. I will, I will. But see, the beautiful thing is that Scott Bluedorn's original design uh, that, that really we fell in love with as a, as a brewery was this image, and it's an image of a sperm whale with a house growing off of the, the, the top of the, of the whale, as you do. And we looked at that, and we had about eight, right, John, different designs that we were looking at, and we just... Yeah, so basically, you know, was the I went to art school. Hello, anybody out there who did the same, made the same mistake, I did. Um, <laughs> and explaining that to your parents. So it, you know, it was the first time we were going to package. We waited six years. You know, we waited to build a brewery to be able to do. It. We didn't want to contract brew out. Not that that's not fine for anybody else, but we kind of wanted to be in control of our beer and the beer going into bottles. So we waited. And once we got there, it was time for me to kind of work on the package design. And, you know, I have that background. And the, the cool thing is that the illustrator who's represented on, on the package is a surfer dude from, the, from Montauk, from the South Fork. And we found him literally a week before I presented eight different versions of packaging. And <laughs> it was the 11th hour. And I never wanted to have Greenport Harbor. So Jimmy, you've been there. It's a cool town. It's legit. It's like it, there are fist fights in the middle of town. It's like it still ha- preserves its like original fishing, like, you know, kind of history. And no doubt there's narrow carousel and stuff like that. They're trying to make it a little it's bit a more badass carousel. Tourist, badass. tourist friendly, but it is still like legit. And, I never wanted to do like artwork that was like that contrived nautical, you know, imagery that that just you, you just feel like your stomach is rolling. I wanted stuff to look different and interesting, and this guy brought it together in a big way. So use your imagination out there and imagine. It is cool. All of that. You guys could be taking animal machines. You could take photos and tag it at beer underscore sessions and show everybody if you want. We'll, to. Do, that. we'll do that. Yeah, but nobody really is on Twitter anyway. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm listening to the radio live. All right. So. Um, damn, this is a good beer, Harbor Ale. Thank you. Right? It sounds like what? This is repressed fishermen who fight in the streets, right? And they well, drink this stuff. It tastes like it. Tastes yeah. like they're sweating. It's tears. fighting beer. And also, when was this packaged? Like yesterday? It's at the bottom of the six pack. I think it was actually packaged. If not yesterday, maybe Monday. Is it? Wait, wait, it was Monday packaged was? yesterday. Yesterday. yesterday, it was yesterday. All right, yesterday. So, I, yeah. I have physically gone to the brewery and seen the glue gun on the line. <laughs> I physically packaged it, so I'll tell you. I've seen Joe and DJ gluing those boxes together. <laughs> so, so, John, tell me about the development of your brewery. So, DJ, you know, I know he worked, had a lot of, lot of brewing experience, and then yep. in your little brewery in Greenport, yeah, he was so working. Yeah, so it's really, you know, the three of us, uh, um, DJ, Rich Vandenberg, my best friend, and myself, who were the original three, and 
We brought Greg Dorosky, who's now at Threes Brewing. A shout-out to Greg. He's making awesome beer in Brooklyn. What's up, Greg? Word up. Hey, Greg. Hey, Greg. Um, and, Hello, uh, Joel. So he came in, you know, after that. and Hey, Greg. We just kind of started moving down the line of, of, of moving Greenport out and, and you know, making beer and, and making awesome beer thanks to, you know, DJ Swanson led led that charge and, and is – I'm going to say the word again. My mother, it's my mother's birthday today, so she's going to be horrified, but fucking awesome. He's an awesome brewer, and um, we're, uh, we're, we're happy to have him, and it's the reason really we're where we are at today. So, All right. Um, Let's make a toast to G- DJ. Absolutely. And, uh, DJ. We have a lot more to talk about today on Beer Sessions Radio. We'll be back in a few minutes. All Cheers. right. Cheers. L. Knife & Son acquired Union Beer Distributors, which was originally located on Union Avenue in Brooklyn, but has since expanded to its present location alongside the English Kills Canal in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Union Beer has grown dramatically in the last decade as the primary distributor of Anheuser-Busch products for Kings County, Brooklyn, through the hiring and development of the best people in the industry. In 2003, Union Beer acquired a powerful catalog of specialty brands, which immediately positioned them as the craft beer supplier to accounts in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. Union perpetually tweaks their portfolio to maintain the highest level of stylistic breadth with the most coveted brands available. Through the highest possible level of service, outstanding salesmanship of the ultimate lineup of brands, and a paramount focus on education on all levels, Union Beer has solidified its position as the only source for the best selection of beers in the 14 counties of southeastern New York. For more information, visit greatbrewers.com. Hey, 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 welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. Check us out, heritageradionetwork.org. There's so many great shows. There's like two beer shows. There's a wine show. There's a spirit show. There's a cheese show. A lot of good stuff, issues and politics and school, and even a school lunch show, which is one of my favorites. So uh, here we are, and I, I know we have listeners in England and Germany and Michigan and Florida, but also here in New York, and um, we're, we're drinking, getting ready for the summer, because we're with uh, Greenport Harbor Brewing out of North Fork, Long Island, and we also have a special guest who has a great uh, BBD Eats as a beer bar restaurant in uh, Rocky Point. Long Island. So it's, this is the time of year we start thinking about what are we going to do this summer. And for me, with a new brewery at Greenport Harbor has in Peconic, New York, I could spend every weekend out there just hanging and, out. And, and Jimmy, we hope that you do. Well, you also, I know Absolutely. what you have. The, there's a Jitney, there's a bus that comes from New York City. In a little over an hour and a half, you can be at the door of your brewery. The Jitney, it's it's yeah. actually called the Greenport Harbor Brewing Stop. And then you have, uh, you have this cool, the coolest thing that I've seen, it's a fire truck that you've turned into like a bar on wheels. Yeah, yeah. So it's a fire truck from the East End, passed it by on the way to uh, an account one day, and it was uh, for sale. And we, you know, had no money at the time, which made sense, like to buy a fire truck. So we offered them, I think, like one fifth of what they wanted. And somehow they were like, okay, we'll do that. So yeah, we now have a fire truck that is loaded to uh, pour beer and um, the sirens, and it pumps water and. Does everything of everything a fire truck should do? So gets you drunk and hydrates you. You just don't want this in front of your house if your house is on fire. That's <laughs> wouldn't you wouldn't be helped very. You'd, if you want a beer, then you'd be okay. But. So, so someone just poured for me a beer from a growler. It's really yeah, good. So that was Canard Noir, which is our um, it's our take on a black saison. Yeah, we got that on a draft right now. It's yeah, awesome. so good, isn't it? I mean, it's one of my favorites. The this beer, so DJ, his baby is Black Duck, our our porter. It's an English style porter, arguably the best beer I've ever I've ever had, and I, I say that very loosely. <clears throat> I don't say that very loosely. It is a wonderful example of styling of that style of beer. Not many people make an English style porter. Uh, it's one of the reasons why. When I met John and Rich, the first beer they gave me and DJ was at uh, was at Barcade about six years ago, and they were like launching it. And I was working for Victory, and I was like, "All right, show show me your shit, man. What you got? What you got, man? What, what what's good?" And I was expecting them to 
whip out a double IPA, an imperial stout with cocoa nibs or something, and they're like, it's a 4.7% English style porter. And I went, really? This is it? This is what you're going to base your, my impression on? Because, you know, I worked for Victory, so I thought it was tough shit. I wasn't, by the way. Uh, and it was amazing. It was amazing. So anyway, this beer is a, a take off of Black Duck using um, our French Saison yeast with some additional... Um, specialty malts into it and a lot of love a lot it's of care like, it's a, a french name in cannot yeah, means yeah. black put a french in name and that it means was, it was actually a we, different yeast it was brewed so that all of us could go to bctc up in omegang um that first summer and six years in we've still not made it to we're BCTC. in we're in this year though sean's taking it to bctc oh, this you, year you for need the a first belgian, time you need a belgian style beer is that one? you do need a belgian style beer to go to bctc and we brewed it that first year it's like oh this is what we'll bring and of course you know the middle of the summer is like the craziest when you're making beer uh in the united states and and we were just so slammed that it was just we agreed and then rescinded, agree, and for five years going, re- agreed, rescinded, and, and now we're definitely going. We're psyched to be there. It's awesome, you know, festival, awesome event, and uh, Sean's going to bring August, it up. Cooperstown, New York. Yeah, man. Hey, um, on that note, who likes to drink dark beer in the summer? I, I do. do. I do. I absolutely definitely do. So let's start with Brian. So do you think that there will be any uh, pairings with dark beer on your menu? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the all the beers. But, uh, Black Dog, Black Dog Porter is actually my favorite beer. I mean, I'm all about that. I drink it all summer long. Um, I'll get a refill. Yeah. And then, uh, Ralph, so at your place, do, do you how many lines do you have at uh, BBD Eats? We have exactly uh, 28 lines of CO2, two nitro, and one cast engine. That's direct draw. And so, like Curly in the summer, Nami, dry up approximately how many w- would be like dark or darker color? You know, it's so funny. We have uh, seven lines dark right now because of the stat event we did. You know, we, we I like to switch it up in the summertime. We bust out all the stuff we've been aging, uh, just to, just to mess with people and throw sours on there. And then obviously, I'll have DJ from Greenport make me a cask with some it's you know, something lighter. Uh, Greg from Threes will throw me some of his IPAs. Uh, so we have a good balance. So, so to you, like with the Long Island Beer Week, it sounds like the Long Island Beer Scene has really come a long way. Yeah, to get back to the, the Long Island Beer Week, when I was mentioning how I had all those badass stouts from all across the country, I took <laughs> I took a bunch of stouts that were local. Uh, you know, I had a Triton from Greenport. I had a couple of things local that uh, I put up next to the, the beers that everyone travels all over to get and said, hey, try this Parabola, now try this Triton, you know, or try this... Uh, you know, to put them next to each other and to show how Long Island beer is just as good. John, what's the Triton? I haven't had that. So the Tritons are barley wine, and, and as as soon as Ralph said that, I'm like, wow, where'd you get a Triton from? And of course, he's really good friends with uh, DJ, our head brewer, so there you go. But His there's kids, like, we have our beer museum, me. and it's very thin right now, so there's like, the beer bleeds out, you know, because uh, we actually didn't brew Triton this past year. We brewed it the year before. Um, so it is, it's, it's, it's a bit of like a, a hard one to get. And it's my wife's favorite beer. So, you know, Sweet. she's not going to be happy listening to any of this. Um, cause she hasn't had it in she's a while. She's a barley wine swimming woman. Swimming yeah. She woman. loves yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. She, she did well, John. She works with some British people. And, and when she says, Oh, I love the barley wines, they say, Oh yeah, that's what the alcoholics love in, in Britain. <laughs> so she's horrified by that, but that is her favorite. Beer. You know what it was? I had a bunch of barley wines and stouts that were pretty killer age for two years. I called DJ personally and said, hey, man, you know, why don't you give me one of those Tritons to put next to this? Green Pork can get some marketing out of it. And people came in. They were drinking the Triton, and it was so smooth. And it was just, you know, we dropped the CO2 level on it. We dropped the temperature up to, like, 39 degrees. Do you have have regulators for for each tap? What's that? It sounds like you have a really awesome... Draft system. Yes, we actually have calibrated lines where so each each one has its own right, kind of like what Taurus does, but ours is direct draw. The the lines only three feet long, and what we do is we calibrate each line with a different thickness of hose. So if it's a stout, if it's a cider, we go three sixteen, so smaller. So for example, for the Triton, we drop we can drop ten of our lines down to uh, 38, 39 degrees. I'm going there, Ralph. Yeah. I'm talking about you because you, you, you got no, a great the story. The beer's man. great. The food's phenomenal. Yeah, so you yeah. you were a chef. Yeah, at some really great places. Yeah, still a chef. Yeah, t- still a chef. Tell us a couple of places. We're going to build this guy up. A couple of places that you you worked that that people might know of. Uh, I was at Jean George for like three years. They opened uh, up Bradley uh, Ogden's oh. in Vegas. Uh, we, we actually won a, Got a James, James Beard. Beard Award, best restaurant in the country, first for Las Vegas. That was in my prime 26-year-old age. This is Ralph Parazzo. Everybody knows him. <laughs> first time I met him. I don't know anything. 
Nico knows everybody. Nico is like my personal PR agent. He loves promoting me. You guys have been inviting me. Everybody's personal PR agent. I like to hide, and he's like, dude, people need to know about you, man. But you went deep. So we got two like really good chefs on the show tonight, which is cool. It's pretty badass. I'm loving it. Yeah, man. So you like you went deep. You went what BBD? What does that mean? Uh, you know, it stands for beers, burgers, desserts. It's three of the top things that I love. Uh, I worked for a lot of high-end restaurants and uh, uh, got tired of working with somebody else and said I want to make food that I would want to eat more than once a week. And, uh, you know, the concept started out with uh, we were drunk one night and someone said, what's your favorite thing? He said, beers, burgers, desserts. Came out to BBDs. We made a logo. We made a whole concept. And the food is not just burgers, but uh, that gets people in. And then they come in and then they have a craft beer experience. Uh, we have a lot of uh, menu items that grab you right away, I think you would say, you know. Uh, but we also have burgers, which... Well, let me ask, in. Brian, have you been to BBD Eats? I have not, but, uh, you know, I'm planning with DJ really soon to go in there, so it's going to happen. DJ's like a... He's like the norm of... He's BBD. a local. He's like... He walks in, everyone's like, DJ! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He tells me all the time, you know, he's in there quite often, and he tells me all the time, you know, how uh, how much fun he has, and uh, it's only a matter of time. When There's I'm one thing about DJ, he will always order, like, I'll have some funky beer on, and I'll be Yo, you gotta try this. You gotta try that. Or hey, they just sent me this. He will still go back to a Greenport beer. Fuck yeah, he will. Every single time, loyalist. <laughs> Every oh, time. He'll try it. GHBC. <laughs> but then he'll go back to a Greenport. Do you guys, does Greenport time. Harbor? Do you guys have hats? Or any kind uh, of merchandise? Yeah. Um, we're pretty shallow when it comes to T-shirts. That. We're we, making beer right now. We just launched a packaging line, so all you guys don't have any merchandise to to put on the air for our. It's online. Yeah, you can go to our yeah. website. Do you want to do a giveaway? To giveaway. do a giveaway to sure. someone who's listening right now. Um, sure, all right. <laughs> what you got to give away? Uh, Johnny, gonna give away something? Uh, the fire you, truck? I have yeah, it. we got a fire truck away. and uh, a t-shirt. You don't have a hat or a t-shirt? Sure, you do. Absolutely. Okay, you want to do? What do you want to give away on on air right now? I would love to give away a t-shirt. I guess. Okay, what so a Greenport Harbor uh, t-shirt. I I got it. So the. Fr- so we'll give away one Greenport Harbor T-shirt for the first person who can correctly spell John's last name. Oh, <laughs> that's big business. Oh, tag tag big beer business. sessions in Greenport Harbor. So you do at beer underscore beer underscore sessions and what's spell John Legi's last name? That's yes. right. Yeah. Uh, what is it? At Harbor Brew? Is that it? Greenport uh, Brew. Yeah, Greenport, Greenport Brew. But whatever you do, we'll be watching. John at Greenport Brew. So we're getting excited here. We're talking about, <laughs> so Ralph, you're like the new personality, man. I guess so. I, you're like one of these, like my, this Billy Durney from Hometown Barbecue. You remind me of him. Really? You're, you're like a, a great accomplished chef, and you're always upbeat. And Thank you so much. I, I'm really proud of me. Kind you, of man. a badass. Yeah, kind of a badass. <laughs> Thanks, but you're, so you got you got a great draft system. You got a great, what, what are like, I'll ask you, what are three items on your menu that when Brian goes there with DJ, what should he order? Uh, or are you going to make them off menu? To be honest with you, the the crispy beef heart that we do, Ooh, uh, we like to do a lot of funky heart. stuff where people normally wouldn't eat, but then they try it. And they How do you it. make a crispy beef heart? Uh, we actually take beef hearts and we cure them, and then we actually co feed them in uh, beef aged beef fat, uh, oh, dehydrate them, and then fry them really quickly. We toss them in this like uh, very concentrated uh, soy marinade. It's so like, like beef fat, is, happy with that. it's tallow, yeah, right? It's called, take two. Is tallow beef fat? Is that the same? What thing? What we do is we take aged beef fat and we actually render it out. Out, and then we actually strain it, clarify it, and that's like our. But is is tallow the same thing as beef fat? Tallow, I would have to say no. No, not not my not my world. Well, a chef, as you know, but, uh, something I don't know. I never heard of that. Can you fallow I, the, the tallow? I, I personally have. <laughs> but in the old days, fallow like, tallow. Okay, in the old days, like McDonald's fries, did they used to fry things in beef fat? Lard, lard. Which yeah. lard is actually healthier for you than vegetable oil? Absolutely. I will go on radio and say that. Please look it up if you don't believe me. Shout Eat bacon every day. So already, you, you got me going now. See the, the the beef hearts and the beef fat. Okay, what's the, what's another dish that Chef Brian? Should uh, try? I would have to say our uh, we actually make homemade ramen. Mm. Uh, George Cow, who is actually coming to our beer dinner, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Some noodles. He makes all the noodles for uh, David Chang, all the people in the city. George Cow is uh, one of the most accomplished like. Asian food and drink oh, guys. For years, he was a, a top sake rep. Right. He moved to Sun Noodles. It's yeah, unbelievable. And nobody knows him. And like anyone that's doing big business now in the ramen world, it's because of George Cow. And I'm a huge supporter of his. And uh, I had him actually come out. And uh, I got some. Uh, I actually got some uh, yuzu beer from New Belgium. I had him send me just when he was coming because I knew he would appreciate that. And I served him my ramen because I wanted the approval because I wanted to serve ramen at BBDs. And for a white guy, white Italian guy from Long Island serving ramen doesn't really make <laughs> sense, right? So uh, he came out, had my ramen, and uh, gave me the thumbs up and, and kind of teached me on how to fix things and make it right. So I would say yeah. the ramen's a big deal. We do it vegetarian also. Uh, we do a full vegan. But 
you're not a white guy, Ralph. You're Italian. I'm, it's true. Very We're true. special. I, for you. I know what? I'm half Sicilian. We're special <laughs> for you. And then the third dish. What should I have? Uh, I have the steakhouse oh, burger. You know, we have a wood fired cold grill. Um, you know, uh, my buddy made it for me custom. It's a Spanish style grill. We have it. it's brick encased. Gets up to like 1300 degrees. So the steaks, the burgers, wow. we, we brush them with a miso butter. It's pretty serious. Brioche bun. Uh, probably one of the best burgers I think in the country. Uh, I, I, I'm excited to be invited back to the Rachel Way Burger Band. I got to get out to Rocky Point. Oh, yeah, we're killing it. Yeah, do that. Seventy percent of our sales. Russell, can I come with you? The you grill. Go? Yeah, we need to do a field trip, man. I think so. The grill station us. goes down every night because we get we get killed on that. You know. John Legey, who knows how to spell his last name? Come on, you get a T-shirt. Okay. And then BBD means BB desserts. Beers, one desser- burgers, one desserts. dessert for for Brian and Sean because they're going the same night. I would say the Cinnabon because we make it fresh in house. It's oh, fresh dough. Uh, we got some Saigon now. cinnamon oh. there, pastry cream. We roll it up fresh. We proof it, bake it. Uh. Put a great cream cheese icing on it. Goes great with a porter so that's or a stout. For a porter. Yeah, black duck porter, yeah. uh, especially one hundred percent. We have my friend just gave me a beer right now. He's actually doing a coconut uh, ginger porter that we have on draft uh, that goes really well with cinnamon as well. Wow, fried beef hearts. <laughs> That's actually one of the pastel d'oeuvres for the beer for the Vermont beer that we're going to talk about soon. Man. And, yeah. and also the Vermont beer that you just passed, you, you supplanted. That our, is my uh, man, Jamie. Now from Vegas and Goza. Oh, so good here, guys. Dude. All right, we're, all right, we're jumping right. ahead. We're jumping cool. ahead. Jumping cool. ahead, Sean. What are you going to say? I'm we'll take a short ahead. break. We'll be back in a few minutes. We'll on. be back for a few minutes here at Beer, beer Sessions, Sessions Radio. Radio. Right on. Welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. My good buddy, Sean McCain's back on the air. Come on, now From this is Vi- a number six. I Victory think. Brewing to the Bronx. And now, Greenport at home. Greenport Harbor Brewing Greenport Company. Harbor, man. And John Legey. John, don't tell anyone how to spell your last name, but. Yeah, so it's L. If you're driving in Long Island, you might start But don't forget, guys. I know. I know how easy it is out on Long Island. You guys are chilling all the time, and yeah, it's, man. it's a great lifestyle out there. But baby. it's so cool that you guys have, have expanded your brewery. Yep. You're in Peconic. It's it's a great place to go to the tasting room. Your brewery's bigger. Yep. Are you actually making all your bottled beer in the new brewery? We are. So we are. You know, we do. So the, the original brewery, 15 barrel system. We do our one-offs. We do more experimental stuff. There are three beers. In the spirit of Brian Russell, we we will not say what those beers are presently, but <laughs> we're, we're brewing them for our anniversary party January um, 11th, or January, uh, July 11th, yeah. um, and uh, so it should be a big, big party. But yeah, all, basically what this brought us, this bigger space, brought us more production, brought us more control, brought us packaging. You know, we just didn't want to kind of hand it off to somebody else when we got into a space that let us do it and we it was a it was the worst two years of my life to like talk to the banks and get everything done for this new space because we thought like we were geniuses the first time and got the first brewery done this next one just kicked our ass and it was hard but you know what it anything hard kind of pays off and it it tastes better when you work hard so uh we're happy to be in there now and it's uh, we're bringing bottles out for the first time. Let me just mention one thing about the new facility because, like, we've uh, we reclaimed a firehouse, and as we've talked about, our our fire truck as well. But the new facility in Peconic was built in the 1920s, and it's a, a pa- was originally a Packard car dealership. So we've reclaimed the first ever gas station and car dealership that was on the North Fork of Long Island, and now the showroom shows off our four uh, vessel, thirty barrel brew house. And you can see it when you're driving on the main road as you pass by. And if you want to know where you can have a tasty beverage next to it, you look no further than the detail garage. And should you want to spend a little more time in the sun looking through the vineyards and the vistas that surround you, we have an acre 
open. Did you study right theater, Sean? No, I didn't. You're yes. an awesome speaker. I man. might be. I might have. I might have a BFA. I don't know. I'm just going to uh, give you things to read on air. You're going to be reading in between. But let's jump. So we, we got we got Long Island, Greenport Harbor. I think I'm spending a lot of time out there this summer. You better. Why not? But we got the new thing in Rocky Point. So Ralph, when did you open BBD Eats? I would say about a year and a half ago. When did you open your last Vermont beer? Because I'm thirsty. We've <laughs> <laughs> been drinking Galaxy. Let's, let's cut to the chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you have been a huge supporter of craft beer and, and good food and, and a chef for many years. Right. So you've got a dinner coming up next week, June 10th. Yes. And uh, t- tell us a few. You've got some special chefs and, and special breweries represented. You know, every year we do a, uh, a charity craft dinner at BBD. It's called CBD, which stands for you know Charity Beer Dinner. So... This year, you know, I decided to do Vermont. One reason is because I spent a lot of time up there. I absolutely love it up there. I've made a tremendous amount of friends. Uh, the people of Vermont, the brewers of Vermont are super humble, awesome people. Uh, Sean Hill gets his ass beat for being an asshole because he's got the number one brewery in the country. He's just and his name ge- is Sean. It's not fair, man. <laughs> he's not a, he's, fair. He's a pure gentleman. Uh, I've walked into the brewery of Alchemist, and Jen and John opened the doors, gave me a tour, gave me Focal Banger before he was even put out. Uh, Chris from Citizen Cider has given me stuff that, you know, he just made that week with his... Uh, with the person that works in with a magic hat that came over that's a chemist. You're doing great uh, stuff. I mean, I could talk for but hours. What, so but, what's, but what's next week, June 10th? So next week is a Vermont charity dinner that we're doing. We have 10 chefs, nine different breweries from Vermont. Um, it's pretty amazing because it's the first time on New York soil we'll have all these breweries in one seating uh, yeah, along and with I, the I know you're going to tell us a little bit afterwards how that you made that happen but right now uh, two of your buddies from Vermont are on the air so give us a awesome. quick intro who's on so you have Chris from uh, Citizen Cider uh, doing a great job up there in Vermont making fresh cider from fresh apples we're drinking that right now it's uh, freaking delicious, you know, he, delicious. He, he hey Chris did. is that you how are you Good. And then who's the other person, Ralph? Is it uh, someone the other person is Jamie. He's from Lost Nation. Uh, he does an amazing goza. He does an amazing beer, period. Uh, we were drinking Lost, that. We had the goza earlier. Yeah, so. I, I think we just... Is it just Chris on the air right now? Currently, uh, Jamie is in traffic. I was going to do like a fake voice and try to beat Jamie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do it one time. Just so, one so, time. In traffic in Vermont? Yeah. So guys, let's, let's, uh, since we have a call, on, let's just slow down a minute so we can all hear. So Chris, just tell us about your, 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 your cider company and the kind of stuff you're doing because we want to hear about it well uh yeah first of all thanks so much for having it having us on and uh it's been fun listening to the show so far uh talking about some some of my favorite people out there george cow who you know you guys mentioned earlier i, I get the uh, privilege of doing our cider with with his course uh, that night at, at bpd so he's, he's an old friend of mine uh i used to be in the wine world and sold, sold sake of george's uh back up here in vermont so the kind of world's coming together. Wait, so you're doing uh, you're doing a, a special course, Jamie, a pairing? Jamie's walking in the door. All, All right, I'll take it from here while Jamie's walking in. So uh, right. each course is a pairing. Uh, each so course is a little bit about us. Uh, we're we're a uh, you know craft cider company. We started in 2011. Uh, very humble beginnings. We really had uh, you know not not a lot to start with, and, and cider really wasn't happening very much uh, at that time. That's Jamie pulling a can out of a pack that got enough to hear, and that can. Um, and uh, yeah, we've just put one foot in front of the next, and uh, basically been 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 building character, integrity for the last five years. Um, we've we've grown uh, quite a bit, and you know we're we're trying to lead the way with what craft cider is. Um, you know, craft beer has at this point, you know, it's an evolving world. Uh, but there's kind of an understanding of kind of how it works and who's who. And, you know, even though there's more people coming on the scene all the time, there's an idea of, like, what's what's great beer. Uh, cider is in a very different place uh, in its, its history. And it has a really long, rich history, which I won't get into right now. Chris, Chris. And hey. uh, before I get too far. Chris, but, um, yeah. t- tell us about the course that you're doing at the dinner what cider you're serving and what George Cow's making for food? George Cow is making a duck dish. Uh, I don't have it right in front of me, so I don't want to uh, skew any words. Ralph could probably read it to you. I could probably pull it up, but um, Ralph. I, th- knows I think Ralph, Ralph has it, so. Head. I'm good. I got Ralph's it. Ralph's got it. Um, and we're, we're going to serve our flagship cider. Um, it, it's called the Unified Press, the first cider that we made. Um, it's an off-dry cider that 
you know, at the time when we started, there was a there was really one big macro cider company in the world, you know, also from Vermont, uh, and, and you know they had one like a kind of style of cider that, you know, was what was the norm, and then there were some some small craft cideries, and when we came up with this uh, cider using local fruit, um, and uh, you know has a like an off dry palate, clean, crisp. Really has a mass appeal and it's really food friendly. I mean, he could have paired it with, you know, all different types of, of foods. Really, I mean, it goes great with pork. It goes great with um, duck. But really, it's uh, it's a it's a it's a miracle. It goes with anything, guys. Awesome, Chris. And, uh, Ralph, what is it paired with? So it's it's paired with a duck confit uh, maizeman ramen, which is like a drier ramen, uh, which actually we're confiting the legs at BBDs right now, and it's going to be tossed like a la minute, which means to order, uh, <laughs> during the dinner with uh, shoyu tar and some flavoring. What does that mean? Um, Ralph, co- how many chefs do you have in Cook's? About in, in 10 your- right now. It's wow. crazy. It's a big place. Yeah, no, it's uh, everyone just came out of the woodwork, you know. Um and then who's, who's the next guest? Who's Jamie? Tell us about Jamie. Him. Jamie is from Lost Nation. I, I, I personally think uh, I, I drink a lot of beer, obviously, and I travel a lot in Vermont. And uh, I think all the breweries up there are amazing. But I really think Jamie and, and Alan, what they're doing there is they're uh, making beers that are four and a half percent, five percent, that are seriously crushable, delicious beer. Uh, it's kind of cool. When I first met Jamie, I brought him some of our homemade kabasa, and uh, as soon as we walked in the door with the boys, we started drinking beer. Next thing you know, I'm cooking, and uh, some other things kind of happen. You're like the beer ambassador. And, uh, and, and we were just drinking <laughs> and beer after beer after beer, on, yeah. and it was just a party. You know, We were there for like like five hours. We were late to go meet Sean Hill at Phil Farmstead. And do we get, is and, is uh, uh, Jamie on the air now? Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> yeah. Jamie, just say hi and tell us a little bit about your brewery quickly. Yeah, so uh, we started our brewery about two years ago. Um we pretty much started from nothing, um, went out, wrote a business plan, um, found the financing. Uh, we came, our, our kind of idea was to do beers that people weren't doing that hadn't been brought about yet or hadn't been noticed, um, some off-color off kind of things. Um, our flagship beer is a Goza. We, uh, we just cracked open a can right now, Jamie. Yeah, it's a German wheat beer brewed with sea salt and coriander. Um, it's slightly tart. Um, yeah, not, uh, not a lot of people were doing that style at that point. Um, so it was a little bit off the wall to try to just come out of the gate with that. And, uh, yeah, we've been, we've hit the ground running. This particular Goza is going to be on cask, actually, on our cask engine at PBDs uh, on June 10th. And what are you pairing it with, Ralph? Uh, that is going with, let me take a look here. Uh, what we did was is I went. I talked to all the chefs and told them the beer style we were doing, and explained to them each each individual person like what style of beer it was. Uh, and we went back and forth. That one is going with. Let me see here. Why don't you why don't you read the whole menu, man? Because it sounds really yeah, good. Yeah, let me let me let me go through the menu. So so our past hors d'oeuvres are uh, you know duck wings, crispy beef heart, uh, pulled pork bao buns, uh, bacon scallion pancakes, tuna tartare. And I actually do these vegan wings because, you know, craft beer world, there's a lot of vegan and vegetarians out there, so I cater to them. Yeah. Uh, Jen and John from Alchemist insisted on a full can of focal banger to be passed around for the first course. So the rest of the dinner should be very interesting considering giving an 8% beer uh, 16 ounces. But uh, this first course will be me, which is a lump crab meat with purple salsa feet, garlic pickles, homemade Russian dressings, poppy seeds, sherbet. Uh, that beer is going to be with a Saison that I actually brewed with uh, Mikey from Otter Creek. We actually took some uh, lemon basil from Copa Crest on the North Fork of Long Island and uh, grab DJ actually did me a favor and grabbed me some local hops and I actually went to the brewery we actually brewed a Saison together uh, which was super rad Great, uh, very cool of Mikey he's such a humble dude second course is going to be um, fried pig trotter with hot mustard and white asparagus and birch yes. uh, we decided to do that with zero gravity hey, what's the, the birch? The Birch is actually a friend of mine, Douglas Rodriguez. He's from uh, Boston. He was a chef at Cleo, super talented guy. Uh, he's super creative. Just kind of threw me out what he was doing. And I was like, cool, man. We're going to put it with the Breadhead IPA uh, from Zero Gravity. It just makes sense. Birch, you know, uh, Breadhead. So um, course three, which George Cow is making the ramen with Unified Press from Citizen Cider. 
Uh, course four is Diver Scallops, a.k.a. Clam Chowder, Razor Clams. Crispy bacon, which is going to be from Josh Eden from August in New York City. Super badass. Say, that chef. sounds like a, a North, you know, Long Island dish. It, it does. I'm actually getting them clams from uh, the South Shore over there. We're going to try to go scoop some up before the dinner. Uh, Switchback is doing their extra parallel with that. Then I actually invited my friend Mark Mebus, who was out of Philadelphia. I spent a lot of time in Philly because beer scene there is pretty pretty big. Uh, we're looking to do a BBDs down there also. So um, he's he's a vegetarian chef, so he's doing pan roasted trumpets, some smoked tomato, cream corn, basil, uh, fiddlehead. Their second fiddle double IPA is actually going to be paired with that because of the vegetarian course. I don't know if you had fiddlehead stuff. Matt, uh, the brewer there, is doing some amazing stuff. I'm a huge fan of his Mastermind IPA. I've given that to Nico multiple times. These are all Vermont breweries. All, all, all Vermont. Guys. And then my man, my man Chef Guy, uh, Guy Rouge from Mirabelle, I'm sure you've heard about him. Uh, I paired him up with the guys from Lost Nation because he's doing a glazed pork belly to go with the goose. So I, I think I think you know I think that'd be great salt wow. content and everything. Um, course seven is my friend Ryan from from uh, New Jersey. Uh, he's doing a rabbit uh, menzaluna. Am I saying that correctly? Menzaluna, sour cherries, foie gras emulsion, and that's gonna be with Hill Farmstead. But he sent us a pills there, which I think is super badass because uh, Sean really doesn't send pilsners down here to New York. Uh, and I think Pilsner is one of the hardest. So how did you get all these? Some of these beers are, aren't usually in New York. So what did you do? Uh, I made a phone call to the state liquor authority because uh, we want to do everything legal. And uh, I said I'm absolutely out of my mind. And I uh, have a lot of friends in Vermont and I want to promote them. I think they're all great people. And I love the people up there. And, uh, you know, this year I decided to go with Vermont. And it took some, some time, uh, but the SLA was super cool with it because it was for a charity. When did you first approach the, the state liquor with I would say probably about six months ago. Well, I will say it's, it's really progressive, and they're doing a great job. You know, they are. They, 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 they were nothing but helpful. Um, they appreciate me reaching out and being honest and uh, telling them what I wanted to do. And um, the bottom line is they made it very simple for me. They said, listen, you know, just fill up marketing permits. Uh, it's for a charity. It's great. You know, you're, you're, you've been open for two years. You know, you have a respected place. It doesn't give any. There's no defaults on your license or anything like that. And just for you, for, just for you to call us and let us know about it, uh, they helped out. Uh, so big ups to New York State Liquor Authority. That's really nice to hear. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, but that's that's good to know because that's really you always cool. wonder about that. And we've had other brewers that have wanted to come in for like a beer week or something. Right. So you're saying that so, in the future, so, that's the way to do it. Right. So like my friends from New Belgium. Be honest. You know, the shoots, you know, we're doing a metal fest at BBD's ah, for a two-year anniversary party with a bunch of friends that are in bands. And I said, listen, I have another event coming up. How do I go about this? So they kind of gave me the ropes. If you remember correctly, um, Saver was in New York City probably 2013, I think it was, right? Uh, it's usually in D.C., that was one year that I was there. So, you know, New Belgium and all these other breweries that were outside a lot, of New York. A lot of special right, beers. Right, all there. Floyd's, like your shirt says. Exactly. So, uh, so Barnaby and all those guys, they all file for separate permits. And uh, I just basically called the SLA and said, listen, I got a 90C restaurant. You know, all these guys in Vermont, some of them are launching in New York. They're great people. I love to get them the exposure. I love to have their beer in my restaurant. Uh, the chefs come on their own free time. You know, tax ID number, the whole deal, it's all legit. You know, what do I got to do to get this to happen? And they were just like, listen, just file this, 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 and you're good. And it was really that simple. So now this has launched other possibilities uh, for us to bring in outside breweries. You know, that's, like it's going to make things like New York City Beer Week easier, right. Cider Week New York easier. Right. I've even told Nico how I went about it because he was curious too, you know, how'd you pull this off? And I said, you know, anybody can do it. It's about putting in the legwork and time, which... Chris will tell you on, on radio, I put a tremendous amount of time into making this happen. Well, that's great. I, I was, I was going to say something without you, uh, you know, plugging yourself there. Ralph, Ralph has, I, I, I'm amazed at what a, uh, you know, the amount of energy that, that Ralph has put into this whole thing is, you know, I, I, I've done a little bit to kind of connect with, with a few brewers up here, but um, I, I'm blown away. And I, I hope that a lot of people come down to, to experience this because. <clears throat> I mean the, the the food lineup is looks outstanding, and uh, I know you know personally from drinking all these beers all the time, and my cider, of course. Uh, you know that we're doing uh, doing some good beverage 
uh, beverages up here. Chris, th- uh, thanks, Vermont. man. So thanks, please, buddy. Please come down and, and, and check this out. What are the dates, though? What are the yeah? Dates? Tell so, us. So, so where's the website? How so, do you find out? So about it's www.eatbbds.com. Click on CBD. Eat Click on CBD, uh, and you'll be able to see the, no, what, the menu. Tell us the website one more time. It's www.eatbbds.com. Eatbbds. Yep. Eatbbds.com. Okay. So th- it's going to be a good thing. A lot of people go out to Long Island on the weekend from New York City. Right. It's worth going to. That's awesome. Anything else, uh, Nico? Dates? Next June, it's June tenth. Next week, Nico. Anything else going on? Long Island beer. Anything you want to tell us about? Uh, I want to actually shout out the uh, the app that I'm the editor of. We're releasing a map in the next few weeks uh, with the hundred best bars and shops in New York City. So uh, you can actually pre-order that at bluecrowmedia.com. It's only five bucks. And w- right? what's the app? What's the yeah. app? Uh, Craft Beer New York. It's available on iPhone and Android. Okay. And then you guys, John, it's so great to have you on, man. I'm so proud of your new place. Give one more shout-out to your new Always brewery good. and your good. restaurant. Do a shout-out to DJ and Rich, who are back at the brewery working hard. I get to come in and eat pizza and talk to Jimmy. All right. And Sean? And because Rich is not here, I have to mention that on June 27th, the 28th, we will be hosting a Kansas City-sanctioned barbecue and blues festival. That's right, June 27th, that's your, the 28th. And that's when I told you I'm going to be out with you guys. the brewery. That's it. I'm we'll going to be there. Saturday you didn't mention from 10 it, man. to 10, Sunday Come from on. 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Let's see you out there. What, one more thing, Ralph. So another big thing is I want to mention that uh, Chris from Citizen Cider is distributed here in New York now through Serene Distributors. Uh, Lost Nation will be distributed here as well through Union. Uh, we're doing their launch party July 10th. I'm super excited to have 10 of their beers on Wild Draft System and some badass cask. This is a great show, guys. Thank you so much. I'd like to thank our sponsors at Union Beer Distributors who have helped to bring this podcast to you tonight. Thanks to everybody who's been on the show. Nico, Sean. Uh, Ralph, Chris, Jamie, and Brian. Uh, and this has been a great show on Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jimmy Carboni. Thanks to our producers, Justin Kennedy and Maggie Seiden, and our engineer extraordinaire, Jack Inslee. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Beer Sources Radio. All right. Yeah, whoa, whoa. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore radio. You can email us with questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.